So, uh, play the sports talk drop. Take me out to the sports game. Take me out with the sports. Buy me some sports talk and cracker jack. I don't care if I never sports talk. All right, real quick, what's your World Series prediction? Our sport, our uh, go-to sports expert, Indians. Uh, between the Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays. Dodgers. How many games? Uh, three games. Have to play at least four and win four. <laughs> four games. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. I'll go raise in five. All right. Are we, are we betting? Fuck yeah. Okay. What are we betting? Loser buys a uh, tall boy for the winner. I don't fucking know. Okay. You're on. Church. So was that it? Okay. Yeah, that was our whole sports talk. <laughs> okay. World Series starts tonight. Sarah, I mean, the World Series started f- four nights ago. Yeah. So far, it looks like we're doing well, both of us, or one of us. Who's to say? Ah, shit. <laughs> should have. I should have totally, researched this. Totally bet. live Saturday morning. Don't worry. Or Friday right. morning at midnight. I mean. A cheap tall boy, right? Like a steel reserve. Yeah, of course a reserve. Hmm. Or in your case, a Jenny or Miller Ooh. genuine draft. I don't know. Miller High Life. There you go. The champagne of beers. I'm not trailer trash. <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, I can't wait for Jurassicica this year because. Yet again, Ultimate Spider-Man comes through in a big way. It's the third to really? last episode on there of that show. Is a Christmas episode called The Moon Knight Before Christmas, which we are a thousand percent watching. Whoa. Okay, yeah, we definitely got to watch Fucking that Moon one. Night. Hell yeah. Damn, dude. The cameos in that show is unreal. Uh, yeah, I was just going through all the titles. Literally, like, there's, I think it's all of season two. It's just... Uh, Something about this guest star, this guest star, this guest star, and that's just what the episode is titled. Like, it's well, super lazy, but like they realize how shitty this show is. They have to get people to watch it somehow. Yeah, they got to reel you in. Makes it easy for us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yesterday, my wife and I started watching the show called uh, LOL Australia. It's like a game show where they put people in a room, like comedians in a room, and they can't laugh at each other uh, or they get kicked out and lose the game. It's hosted by Rebel Wilson, which I hate because uh, I hate her. But we were watching it, though, and it it is like funny because the first one who got knocked out laughed because somebody called somebody else a dumb cunt. And it's like, (laughs) that's exactly how I would have been kicked out. It's like, say cunt one time. I'm like, huh. (laughs) Like I would be out too. Yeah. How can you not laugh? What makes Australian reality shows way better is that they say cunt way more often than in American reality shows. It's it's way better because of that. So those are our cunt brothers over there. People who say cunt on their shows. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. It's not censored. It's just like a commonplace no. phrase. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh, that's fucking awesome. All right. <laughs> Australian broadcasting censorship is amazing. Holy shit. It's it's great, yeah. Well, I mean, this is on Amazon Prime, so you know, I don't think they have to, but they don't. Wait, that's on Amazon? It's on Amazon Prime, yeah. Shit. You can watch it. I'll check it out just for the cunt. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of dildo play and stuff too, so yeah. It's interesting. It's very, very different types of comedy in Australia. It's weird. I mean, so far it all sounds like it's right up my alley though. <laughs> yeah. Australian comedians get me. <laughs> I'm just glad that somebody went down because someone said cunt, though. It makes me feel better about that. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're going to lose, that's the way to go out, I think. I saw a meme about Australia with uh, what people think Australia is, and it's a picture of Homer Simpson fighting a uh, giant spider. And then it's like, what Australia actually is. And it's just the same picture, but this time Homer Simpson is saying cunt. <laughs> all right cool so yeah yeah a little there's our cunt update nice <laughs> fuck should be a drop 
We, we do need a weekly cunt update, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, where did you hear the word cunt this week? <laughs> Speaking of cunts, are you ready to get this train on the tracks? Before we do, did you see that okay. they're talking about uh, hiring the guy who plays Billy Butcher to play Wolverine in the next, whenever the next MCU thing is? As long as they say, as long as he says cunt. If he doesn't say cunt, there's no point. Would you like Wolverine more if he said cunt? That's the only way he could win me over at this point. All right. I'm all for it. Can't wait. Yeah. The only way to make Wolverine cool. Yeah, make him, make him Australian and saying cunt. Please. All right. Ready for this train? Yeah. All aboard. have black tongues comics i'm your host dave and i'm donnie this week we are talking about hotel with two l's we're talking about call of duty zombies and volume we are two. talking about oh really volume two yeah oh shit did you read, read volume, volume one, one? <laughs> yeah god damn it why i, I don't know i didn't hear pick volume two to be a dick i didn't hear not oh dude it. i'm gonna I'm going to check the tapes. Uh, I don't remember that at all. I thought it, I didn't hear two at all. I might have uh, skipped it over. All right. Well, fuck. Okay. Cool. So we'll be doing, talking about two different books here. <laughs> yep. Great. Classic. I'm sure they're both. I'm sure they're both awesome. And we're missing a whole lot of detail by not both reading it. A lot of the nuances will just be will be missed now because we don't have two sets of eyes on it. Fuck. I thought it was the first one. No. Whoops. Okay. I saw that there was a second one. I picked that one just to be an asshole and not start at the beginning of it. You asshole. <laughs> you <Yeah>. got me. <laughs> All right. Although I and... was very drunk last week when I was saying that, so maybe I didn't actually say it out loud. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to check sure. the tapes. I read volume two, so I know that that's the one I picked by default. I'll, I'll check the tapes and I'll let you know after the show. Yeah, go for it. And Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, Halloween night at the museum. And that's it. Wow. It's, it feels weird not having like a shitload of things to talk about like last week. No Walking Dead update? No. That oh. was it. Just They just came in, finished up the season. They're, they're out now. Till God knows when. Oh, so uh, Gamefly is selling Dead by Day. Or wait, no, what's that game? Death Stranded for like 14 bucks. You can keep it now. So I saw that. Hey, better if you, get on that shit. I've been meaning to ask you. If you... Um, are you checking the tapes? I am. Don't okay. worry about it. <laughs> That's your, your, Don't worry about it. Just hearing myself saying something different is very <laughs> distracting. What the fuck am I talking about? Oh, if you keep something from You're Gamefly, the did they send you? Right now. Oh yeah, the Walking Dead update. Um, if you keep something from Gamefly, do they send you the box? Yeah. Or is it just the disc? It, it oh, lists, okay. If they don't have a box, they'll send you like a shitty like uh, GameStop box. But that's one out of every like 20 like i've gotten the box for every single thing i've ordered oh maybe i should get it i miss that game a lot played again in 4k hold on here's what okay. i prove how yeah. i am all right it's a petty as fuck okay i gotta play that again spooky indeed so what do you want to read uh, Call of Duty Zombies 2. There. Okay. Two, fuck. bitch. <laughs> God damn it. It was clear as fucking day, too. Shit. Okay. Well, my bad. I'm sure they're equally stupid. Okay. And uh, you playing that drop reminds me that I need to play this drop. Draft <laughs> Once again, Draft What do you want to start with then? I guess Call of Duty Zombies Call are already Zombies talking. Too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Call of Duty Zombies uh, 1 and 2. You guys get a bonus thing here. Why don't you tell us what happened in Call of Duty Zombies 2 first, just to make it more confusing? <laughs> I don't have a lot of notes to be 100% honest. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Jesus Christ. Alistair, I forget his last name already. Basically, it starts off with him and this giant, like, monster dude 
uh, De La Cruz. And they're going on a little mission to help him find this piece of this like magic combo map puzzle that he has to find all these different pieces for because it's this super secret weapon that he's trying to unearth. And De La Cruz helps him. And this guy is this fucking brutal as fuck guy. I do really like all the little parts with that guy because he just murders the fuck out of like all these, uh, I don't know. I think they're called the order. It's like some shitty little like Assassin's Creed, like Templar type of thing where they're chasing after him and chasing after the information he has about unearthing this weapon. So they're trying to stop it and get it for themselves to take over the world. They think none of them realize what this secret weapon actually like unleashes, which, uh, we find in volume two, it's actually, it turns people into zombies. It unearths like a darkness power and they Holy all get possessed shit. by zombies. And the un, even though none of them were dead, they all become undead and they can't be stopped. And so he and this other old guy who's an alcoholic and a, a drug addict, he's a chemist who just makes his own uh, like smack basically, which that cool. guy was the coolest character by far. They unleash the thing and they're trying to fight the zombies off while the chemist makes a giant time bomb. And he blows up this pyramid and they escape. And the next chapter, volume three, he goes to Juarez, Mexico. And he meets this guy who's a spy. Even though he's like a super famous spy in Mexico, he's on the cover of a magazine. Which, I don't know. I think that would kind of blow your entire fucking plot plan right then and there. If you're on the cover of like Spy Quarterly or some stupid magazine. Yeah, probably. But somehow he's still able to like deceive this young lady and steal the piece of the map that was somehow in like her father's office and he escapes and he's got this super cool bling piece of necklace that he wears which actually turns out to be the key to this map and like at first he's not going to give it to his old the old guy who hired him he's like no fuck off it's mine but then uh this the order they show up and they are they're fighting for it and because they also want it that proves to him that it clearly has some kind of power that he doesn't understand so he gives it to the old guy Alistair and uh the next chapter chapter 4 he's at his home and it turns out the guy who's been his butler this for centuries or decades or however long he's a member of the order too secretly and he's been there the entire time just to spy on his progress and he betrays him and like it also just so happens that he sent out a letter to his long lost daughter who he hadn't spoken to in 15 years and apparently he sent it to her and she received it just in the nick of time to perfectly line up with whenever that guy betrayed him and took a prisoner so she shows up at his house at exactly the exact same day that that whole thing with the butler betraying him and turned him over to the order was happening which what talk about lucky man yeah. like imagine imagine if the mail had been delayed by a uh, even a day or two he'd be fucking <laughs> dead but thank christ so like uh also in her, in the letter he wrote to his daughter he asks her to go and recruit all of the three guys from the three previous chapters, and they form a team. They're all going to work together to help him fucking unveil like the answer to the zombie curse or something. I don't really know. They just all keep referring to it as some like super secret, like magical weapon thing. But right. like, it doesn't actually conclude. Like, chapter four ends with like the four of them like getting on a on the Titanic. And I, I guess the father might be on it. We're not sure. Like in the letter, it also just happened to include four tickets to the Titanic. So chapter volume three of this book will set sail on the Titanic, I guess. Cool. I guess. Like if if they weren't if they weren't trying to force this to be like tied into Call of Duty, it'd be an okay on its own like adventure comic, I guess, but like I like I said last week, like I've played one thing of Call of Duty and it was just the zombie map with KP like back I don't even know which Call of Duty it is or like how outdated of a Call of Duty it was. It was uh back whenever True Blood was still airing on TV. <laughs> Cause I used to just go over to his house on like Sundays to watch True Blood and Hung, and then we'd just play this Call of Duty zombie map because he loved it. So like I have no idea how long ago that was, like fifteen, twelve okay. years ago or something. It's got to be a while now. Uh, yeah, I've I've only played it once with my brothers as well, just because, uh, yeah, my brother was really into it for a while. 
yeah, that's all. I, I don't know. I just never, never clicked with me. So I have no clue if like any of these characters are in any part canon in like the Call of Duty games or, or the zombie DLCs right. or what. I can speak to that a little bit for the for the zombies one, because the reviews said that the characters are from the game. But it sounds like the characters you're talking about are different from the ones in my book. Did you have a guy named uh, Roosman who speaks no. in the third person? Okay, so this this dude just speaks in the in the third person instead of saying like I don't know. He says Roosman don't know or something. So he speaks like a caveman for some reason. He's like an old black man too. It seems seems kind of fucked. I'm glad that won't get old. Yeah. Oh no, it got very old very fast. Of oh, course, shockingly. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 you'd be surprised. There was a guy named Stu in there. He kind of looked like Bill from uh, Left for Dead, but a little bit nerdier and wearing cargo shorts, which is pretty sweet. That's cool. I like cargo shorts. They're comfy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I love cargo shorts. They're awesome. Well, yeah, I like short shorts better these days, but even still, I like the utility. Uh, there was a guy, there's like an engineer guy. He's kind of like a more handsome Eugene. Uh, I didn't write down his name, but like when they're introducing him in the in the very beginning, it's just like they immediately go to this like Call of Duty frat bro thing. It's like, this guy uh, knows everything about uh, engineering. And then it's like says in really small font in another block, like nerd. And it's like, All oh, right. ouch. Yeah, I know. So Jesus, man. And then there was some girl who's uh, dresses really slutty and uh, is a sniper. Do you have any slutty dressed girls in there? Misty no. was her name. Mine took place in 1911 and 1912. What the hell? Was yours like a modern day thing? I I can't really tell the time period because they were also hopping around to different dimensions. Um, but they were being chased by a uh, Nazi zombie guy who was like, the zombies were getting smarter. Like this Nazi zombie was commanding the other zombies and stuff. And that, they're like, holy shit, smart zombies. Oh my fucking God. So, yeah, I guess these have nothing to do with each other. Cool. Yeah, so Stu, the Bill Cargo Shorts guy, he, like, hears a voice in his head talking to him, which uh, turns out to be that Nazi zombie before he turned in another dimension, um, speaking to him telepathically from another dimension. And so this guy's, like, opening portals for them to save them, to, like, steal an artifact or some shit and bring it over. And then, you know, it's just, it's just basically shooting a bunch of zombies and it's, and the escalation in this book is crazy. They're like, they get to one point and then it's like, okay, we got to hit this button. They hit the button. Then it's like, ah, fuck. Now we have zombies and mutants chasing after us. And then, (laughs) then they jump in another portal and then it's like something else happens. And then they're like, oh man, we got to like, uh, all right, we got to this thing. Now press this button. And it's like, ah, fuck. Now there's zombies and mutants and cybernetically enhanced zombies. (laughs) Like what the fuck? Are we, what is what is this? So it's like zombies and robots and mutants in this. It, it really escalates fucking ridiculously. As, as we talked about last week with the zombots in the uh, yeah. Ash book, oh. the most unbeatable monster in the world, a zombie yeah. cyborg, terrifying. It really, it really is. But anyway, this book ends with them finding the 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 guy who is the voice in Stu's head in another dimension. Did yours end on a cliffhanger to like lead into mine? Well, I don't know. So I'll I'll just tell you what happened at the end. They um the guy's name is Sammy, uh, who they find, and he's like uh, he's German. He so he was the Nazi zombie from before, but this is before he turned. But anyway, he puts them into these stasis pods, and they're like, "All right, we're trusting you because we don't have any other choice." And then. Through another portal, three more different versions of Sammy come in. They're 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 gonna be fine, just like you guys. He he says to the other versions of himself. So I don't really know if that means he's turning them into clones or yeah. I, fuck, I don't know. It, it that didn't make any sense. They didn't really get into it. it just ended there. So did uh, yours start with that? No, mine okay. started. Mine started with the old man recruiting the big. Uh bear member of the team and like the two of them going off to turkey and they were fighting like a french army all right cool yeah so mine ended on a cliffhanger so i really hope volume three actually starts on the titanic and like wraps up whatever the fuck was going on 
with their the team trying to rescue the dad, but we'll see. Maybe they'll uh, tie it together, but probably not because I don't think they really care about story that much. Just make big guns and zombies and mine. Mine had army very guys. few guns. Like there, no zombies. Oh. Like almost no zombies whatsoever. Really? Like they get possessed by the darkness in in the inside of the pyramid, and they just collapse it on like whatever like eight zombies were in there with them, and that's okay. it for the entire book. That's all we see of the zombies. Oh man, my book had zombies left and right. Like they would get into these portals to escape the zombies, and then. The dude who opens the portals would just leave it open for a while uh, to let zombies follow them through. So it's like there are zombies throughout. A lot of zombies. Hmm. I wouldn't really recommend it. It doesn't really make sense. And it's very over the top. And and from the 10 minutes I played of Call of Duty zombies, it's kind of like that, how it's zombies just kind of keep respawning and showing up. Actually, they even yeah. make a joke about it. Like I remember, I remember because I was terrible at it. Like yeah. KP would watch like the front door of this like we were inside of a, a like abandoned bar or something, and he would have me keep boarding up a window and a door because that's where oh, like yeah. the zombies just portal teleported in from or something, and then he would watch like the main entrance way. So I, I guess there are portals in the game. I think if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I kind of remember blue flashes of light, which was in my book. I had zero portals in my book. That sucks, man. You really missed out. Mine, mine seems like it was more setting up like whatever story like yours should have probably <laughs> followed mine, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it would have probably made more sense. Yeah. Yeah, you fucked up by picking two. Mine's the origin one, story one of this like it was curse, better. but yours is yeah. already like the zombies running wild and yeah. turning into cyborgs. I think I chose right by reading the first volume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was IDW. They're the ones that do like all the uh what's his name? Hellboy, Hellboy books. No, not Hellboy, that's Dark Horse, isn't it? Oh shit, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh Ninja Turtles though. Okay, yeah, I knew it was someone. Yeah. Who, I don't know. I mean if it if it wasn't trying to tie into Call of Duty, I think it would have been an okay book to read, but yeah. like it had nothing whatsoever to do with Call of Duty that I could tell at all. But I'm not a Call of Duty fan, so maybe I'm missing something super obvious and like clear as day. Yeah, but, like, Call of Duty is about, like, war. That's well, what like, the story's about, you know? Yeah, but like, like, the, the campaign thing. is, but, like, there's the zombie game, so maybe it has something to do with that shit. Yeah, but still, it's, like, it seems, like, weird to make a story around the zombies thing and then try to keep it, have the feel of the game. Well, at least in mine, that's what they did. I agree, though. It should be, like, a another thing, like a Left 4 Dead story or something like that. Do you have anything else about these books? I don't. They all kept talking. I, I finally figured out the name of that secret magical weapon thing. I knew I wrote it down. I just had to find my notes. It's the Prima Materia. Prima Materia. All right. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, ring a bell to me. Oh. Yeah. Call of Duty fans, tweet us at giraffes, HPT pod, and let me know if that's a thing in the game. That I should be paying right. attention to and know. All right. You want to hear some reviews then? I did find sure. some reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. A few of these reviews. Actually, there, there's also a lot of international reviews. I was kind of surprised to see here. Um, but a lot these of reviews are, are complaining. No, these are for mine. Well, you picked the wrong book to review then, dude. I can check real quick. Uh, they were They were complaining that it's not in English, though. My book, they, they guess a lot of people received it in German. Oh, um, really? Even people from like the UK. So that's just kind of funny. Like this one is like one star and it's German question mark, question mark, question mark. The book is in German question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I, so I just kind of enjoyed that. I really that's from like Canada. That so it's international. I really like that yeah. one. It's an international review too. And yeah. And th this is a one more here that was uh translated from German. Actually, I can't. Canadian. It's a. This one's from Germany. I know. And his joke is going to be Canadian. Cana it's yeah. in Canadian? This, question this mark, question Canadian. mark? Yeah. yeah. But no, it's just uh, one star. It does not make much sense. I can't recommend buying the book. The pictures are not good. Drawn and on most pages do not look at all like the characters from the game. The story doesn't really exist in this book. It is simply about 
shooting zombies and collecting artifacts. Instead of explaining the prehistory of Misty, Marlin, Stuunger, and Roosman, which is the names of the characters. So that's it. That guy so should read my book then, because mine was more of the origin shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, well, why don't I go on Amazon and see if I if there's anything worthwhile about your book here? I do have one more note. Um, okay. So instead of saying like fuck or cunt or shit, instead of cursing like that, they would all just keep saying bugger. Ah, lame. I kind of like bugger. If we ever do a kids yeah. episode, I'm going to say bugger instead of cunt. All right. If we ever try to appeal to the youths, the youther youths. There's only one written review about your book. It's three stars. Just another zombie comic. What? No, it's not, though. Just not so good. Still, it is worth reading while taking a dot 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 seat. Is that good for shit? I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, it must be. Okay, so you can read it while you take a shit. Did you read it while taking a shit? Parts. Yeah. All right. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, it's great for taking a seat. <laughs> Good. But I don't know why his title is just another zombie comic when there's like <laughs> two pages of zombies, no zombies. in the entire yeah. fucking four issues. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, we do see one flashback picture of when when, uh, when she's recruiting like the old guy that was with him in the pyramid. There's a flashback of like each of the three guys fighting when they were together uh, with the dad, and his is them like escaping from the zombies. So we see them for a flashback page too. Just another zombie book, then. It is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is Call of Duty Zombies. Um, speaking of taking shits, that's uh, something that you can do in a hotel room. I had no hotel. idea where you were trying to go with that one. Well, when I know when I'm in a hotel room, I take a huge shit. Take a shit and read zombies. On the bed immediately. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Mark your they territory. Have cleaners. They have cleaners for that. It's, yeah. All right. This is hotel with two L's. What do you think about hotel? I, I really hate the old trope of like starting off a movie or a TV show or a comic in this case with like one yeah. narrator character just like... Well, now gather around and let me tell you a story. Oh, you checking into this here hotel? Well, let me tell you about this here hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so here's here's your room key. So it's like, oh, all fuck. right, this, this is an off to a great start. Fuck this. Yeah, just this hotel manager speaking directly to you, the reader. Like, I'm not checking into this hotel. This is a motel with two L's, by the way. This is not a hotel, uh, which yeah, pissed me that's, off. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, it is clearly just like the shittiest motel of all time. Yeah. I mean, that's a very misleading title. Like, even the first cover has, like, windows like a hotel where each window is a different room. That's not how it works here. There's not even a second floor. It's a motel. Why, did, why would they lie to me in the title? I'm, I'm a little bit upset about that. So All just so they could, uh, like, dim the lights on the O and T and make it just say hell? <laughs> yeah, I think that must be that it. Was, that was way too <laughs> an elaborate move right there. Well, just make it a hotel then. Like, does it need to be a motel? <laughs> I don't know if it needs to be. I mean, you can't it have seem haunted, that important. You know, haunted hotels aren't real. They're only haunted motels. Well, there, there's a whole season of American Horror Story called Hotel, so they can be haunted. Oh. Are we sure that's not a motel that they're in, though? I'm like sure. This? I watched the first couple episodes, and it was like, I, I couldn't finish it. Because they were actually in a motel, and they lied to you, and you were disappointed, yeah. right? That's the twist at the end, probably. <laughs> so this book, it's tied together with the stupid narrator, and then each issue, you're kind of following different people who are staying in different rooms of the hotel. The first issue was about this pregnant woman who's trying to escape her comically abusive husband. I, I love this husband in the flashbacks, and when we see him later, he is stomping, trying to stomp on her pregnant stomach. He has long, greasy hair he has tribal tattoos a white beater shirt probably steel-toed boots a goatee and a ponytail it's awesome yeah like <laughs> the tribal tats on the arm were the fa yeah. my favorite part <laughs> <laughs> i i love that dude that was just like the most comically abusive husband you can ever make the most stereotypically abusive <laughs> husband i just it's like you put him in the white the, the wife beater dude the wife beater shirt that's crazy awesome though great great call with that that one was kind of weird because, like, uh, 
she goes to sleep in the hotel the very first night and she wakes up in her dream and it's a demon baby that's like calling to her kind of like that space cat book we read where the space cat would like dream and like call to people and shit oh yeah it's that same thing but this is like some weird gross looking like monkey demon baby he's like mommy it's me i need you to love me and then he just like starts breastfeeding on her in the dream which i don't know why the fuck you need to waste your time breastfeeding if it's your dream that seems ridiculously unnecessary but yeah somehow breastfeeding in the dream is how this demon was feeding to stay alive in the first place and so every single morning she would wake up with just like the bloodiest sawed off nipple of all time and she had to keep like changing like maxi pads on her tits just to like stop the bleeding from seeping through her bra and shirt a little grotesque yeah it really was but the scariest part about that demon baby was that he had hairy man arms which i i thought was pretty funny well i mean he was like a monkey wasn't he he has the arms of an italian woman (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> there, goes, there goes our Italian fan base, dude. Damn it, God damn it, <laughs> and our woman fan base. But but anyway, at this this woman ends up killing the demon baby, and then by that time, her husband, who is chasing after her and like driving after her in his car, just like fucking bitch, fucking bitch, <laughs> just like driving toward her the, the whole time. The baby's like, "I'll protect you. Don't worry, mommy." And like he shows up in like a mirror while the yeah. guy is driving, and he just like incinerates his eyeballs and melts them out of his head and he crashes Mm -hmm. but he's totally fine except for like no eyeballs and he's just like stupidly like stumbling around like a newly blind person would like in the middle of a desert and it also just so happens that he crashes right next to where the motel is just across the street so he just shows up at the end and he's like yeah i'm gonna kill you and get my baby back yeah but then the the pregnant lady kills the baby the demon baby yeah she chokes out the demon baby as she's like the choking (laughs) she chokes it out which is amazing that was cool he's like mommy i need you to love me i just need to keep feeding your feeding from you fuck you kid (laughs) and then he hands the dead demon baby to the (laughs) blind husband i I really like like that because he's blind he passes over the dead fetus thing demon fetus and tries to play it off like no this is totally your kid it's not crying because it's just sleeping don't worry yeah that was pretty cool so then we go to issue two and this is about a bonnie and clyde type couple like the the woman looks like a gta load screen and the guy kind of looks like you know scummy and everything and they find this like rainbow pride lake or something and then the guy ends up chopping his this girl into pieces because he's bored of her and uh throws her in this lake and she just comes back all put together they don't really go into this lake this is a this is an interesting lake yeah, like, uh, we see the two of them for a second in the first volume to, like, tie it all together. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this guy's trying to play it off. Like, he hacks her up, and then he throws her in a suitcase and dumps that into this weird, like, mystery rainbow river. And then she just shows up, and he hacks her up again, and he's just, like, sitting there resting as she just puts herself back together again. She can't be killed, I guess. And so then at the end of it, The two of them go back to the river and she's like, yeah, you have to go dive into the bottom of it and pull up the suitcase and I can be at peace or finally be back together again or something. He's like, oh yeah, I'll totally do that. Don't worry. And he dives in, gets it and opens it up. And it's like this weird, like Slurms McKenzie type of like sluggish, like ooze monster or something. And it just like sucks him in. And she just closes him and locks him in the uh, suitcase and pushes it back in the river. So she's fine now and he's gone. Yep. I guess the suitcase monster wasn't what I was expecting. But okay. The next one was about a a serial killer who was making furniture. It wasn't about him, but they mentioned a serial killer um, who was making furniture out of his victims which i thought was pretty cool it's like oh yeah this victim became a chair and this one's like a lamp oh yeah hotel monsters you bitch you haven't thought of the smell (laughs) should turn you into a lamp (laughs) god damn it of course i won't turn you into a lamp the smell (laughs) but yeah it was that but yeah and uh one of the victims like sisters or something was uh at the hotel with two wells uh looking for 
this sister. Somehow she crawls into a space in the wall and she is like living in, she's stuck inside of the wall of the hotel rooms now. So she's like going through and seeing like all these like other parts that we had already seen in the first two where like in volume one, like when she's freaking out, like fixing her boob from all the like blood, she like gets a a thump on the mirror and like sees an arm reach out and it's the, the monster that's chasing her arm from volume three. And then like the, the two married couple, she goes in and like sees the lady, like after she puts herself back together and she's trying to like, make sure she looks like the real version of that lady or something and talking to herself in the mirror. And she's seeing all this while she's being chased by like this. I don't know. It's sort of like a, it's like a weird like troll or something. I don't know what the fuck this old guy is supposed to be. Yeah. I'm not sure either. It looks like a very old man, like a, if you've ever seen that movie, The Descent, it kind of looks like that, but with an old man face, the monsters from that movie. He's like a super skinny, like asphyxiated yeah. dude, too. Right. He has a cool beard. He does have a cool beard. He's like a hobo, too. And long fingernails like a Coke dealer. <laughs> yeah, for his Coke. <laughs> he captures her at the end of this chase, and he like chains her up against one of the walls. I don't know how there's this much space... Inside yeah, the walls seriously. of these hotel rooms somehow, but magically there's enough space for him to have like a torture rape dungeon and he chains her up to the wall and she's chained right next to the corpse of a dead woman who has the same ring that her sister had. And so I guess it's supposed to be her sister or something. Yeah. And I think she stays there. I forget. I forget what happened. I think she just gets stuck there. I don't think they showed us. And then the last issue is about this uh, father who is taking his son to get exorcismed by this priest or whatever. And then it turns out that his kid really was possessed by a demon, which he starts attacking everyone in the hotel. And then the uh, spirit of the hotel, which is a big clown thing from a painting. We saw the narrator talking in front of. So I, I don't know. I don't know why it's a clown, a giant clown. It looked cool. I don't know. Cause people are freaked out by clowns. Maybe. I guess so. It wasn't, I don't know. It, it wasn't weird. like a, it wasn't like a, a colorful kind of clown. It was like a black and white, like one of those yeah, like sad, mock, clown. sad clown, like drawings you see sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. Yeah. But he like goes up to the demon kid. He's like, whatever you, you, you ain't shit here. And he just like shuts him down. Yeah. The demon All kid right. is like, I've never felt so much power. You must be the local monster. This is my turf now. And then he just kind of like touches him on the forehead and like sucks out like the energy or life from him. Yeah. And then he goes around to the parking lot and he does that to the dead fetus and he from the first book and he does that to the blind guy from the first book. And then like the li- pregnant lady is standing there, but he just like delicately like scoots around her to avoid <laughs> her and let her live because I guess she's good. And then yeah. he goes to, uh, what was the other thing he went to? Oh, the, the priest and the father and he just immediately like, or no, the kid like catches the priest on fire when he gets turns into the demon. But mm-hmm. then the clown kills the dad, I think. And then the eclipse hits for some reason and it has to turn back into a painting. Yep. But it doesn't do anything to the two people from the inside the wall book. I think it might kill the guy from the river. Like, it left the lady, because at the very end of this, like, the lady is now talking to the wall monster, and she's like, I'm going to stay here forever and live in this motel so I can keep talking to you all the time because you don't hate my voice. Because that was something Mm -hmm. that the, like, the choppy-up husband guy had said to her when he was murdering her. It's like, I hate the sound of your voice. Yeah. this, This hobo monster is okay with it, so they're in love now, I guess. And then the girl, the the pregnant girl rescues the possessed kid and they drive off and escape, I think. Something like that. Strange book. I mean, I didn't hate it. What about you? Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. It's a pretty solid, okay book. What's that thing that pregnant women get? It's like a cocoa butter for their nipples. That's what that lady from that first book needed. Yeah. Get a little cocoa butter. To stop the nipple chafing and bleeding and shit. <laughs> yeah. All this book was was a giant advertisement for that stuff. Where's my cocoa butter? It's their catchphrase. 
Ready for some reviews? I can't wait. All right. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Okay, so I had some reviews from Comic Book Roundup, because they couldn't find any reviews on Amazon. The first review is uh, 8 out of 10. Issue 1 of Hotel brings us a Lynchian, Lovecraftian, Stephen Kingian horror series from one of the best writers in the industry, featuring some excellent artwork that really brings the whole thing to life in all its chilling, twisted glory. That's uh, singing a lot of praises there. I did pay attention to the authors. Were they each a different author, each story? No, I don't think so. I think it was one author, but I forget who it is. Let me see if I have the thing. Writer, John Lees. I don't know him. Yeah, I don't know the name. Next review is 7.8 stars. A demented and fun start to this horror anthology series. They're also just reviewing the first issue. And I don't really know if this is an anthology, technically. They all tie together really pretty neatly. One more. 7 out of 10. Hotel number one starts out strong, but ends in a confusing manner. That being said, the surreal ending makes me want to read the next three issues to find out if any of the imagery at the end is explained through interconnected stories. Aside from that, I like the format the creative team is using for their story, which is a throwback to classic horror comic book series and uh, shows like The Twilight Zone. So far, there is a solid base that makes this issue worth a read. All right, so no one hated it as well that I could find. All right, so I'm looking up this author now. So it sounds like he's strictly an IDW writer because yeah. he's written some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. And then Ooh. it says, and then Emily was gone was his breakout book in 2014, which I've never heard of that. And no. Oxymoron, The Loveliest Nightmare. I've never heard of that either. Hmm. But I guess he's one of the best ever, whatever that guy called him. Yeah, the best ever. Stephen King, Lovecraft. Lynch. Lynchian. Lynchian. Stephen Kingian. Yeah. All right, so there's Hotel. Um, So I'm ready to check out of that story. And check in to some Spider-Man. Check back into some Spider-Man. Whoa. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck! These comic book shows! That might have been your best one ever. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, what'd you think of this uh, Spider-Man episode? Better or worse than the one last week? Um, Worse. Really? Like, okay, get- why? Like, we still didn't get a single member of his team. I don't know why the fuck we're watching these episodes that don't feature... He has four team members. Why have we not seen a single one of them in either of these two episodes? Yeah, I noticed this week that it says Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors with a a plural. Warrior. Where are the rest of the Warriors? I just see So, like, that whole season, I didn't read anything about it or, like, watch anything else. I just skimmed through all the episodes, like I was saying. But yeah. yeah, I guess like that season's tagline was Web Warriors. And like the first like four episodes are like, there's an episode just called Venom. There's an episode called Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. So I don't know if like maybe it's something like a web, a Spider-Verse type of storyline for the season or something. I have no idea. That was my yeah. guess. His team just isn't going to join Halloween. Fuck that. I mean, we got Morgan Le Fay, but... She's a weird Who character because she's also in DC stuff. What? She's yeah. I don't know if is she like a horror story character originally is my guess because like I I assume she's like free range kind of like uh, Frankenstein and like the oh. werewolves and like Dracula all are. Okay. Like I don't I don't know her. Like I don't think she's a historical figure, but like she's she's in both DC and Marvel books. I'm looking it up right now. She's a powerful enchantress in the Arthurian legend. So, yeah, I guess it is one of those traditional stories. Yeah, because, like, in DC, she's usually tied in with, like, Etrigan, the living demon type of stuff. Okay. So that would make sense. Okay, that, that explains that. Because they're like, holy shit, Morgan Le Fay. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, like, I like how it was just a random, like, yeah. <laughs> 10-year-old child who, who knew of her, too. Oh, my Big God, history Morgan buff. Le Fay. Big history buff that right there. 
That's why they're spending Halloween at the museum. I guess. Yeah, no Ben Stiller. Disappointing. No Ben Stiller. We had Ben Stiller hijinks, but no Ben Stiller. All the all the attractions came to life. We had the dinosaur bones running around, the cavemen, wax figures come to life. Yeah, we had it all. Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson was there. Vince Vaughn, I think, was in that movie, too. He was there. Classic. One of the little girls in this, there's like a group of kids with this uh, MILF at the museum. But oh, one I of the little that girls. Girl, I thought, I did not think that was a MILF. I thought that was like a 12 year old child. She did not seem like she was no, a No, the older lady. one. No, the, the older redhead, one. The, the leader. The yeah, redhead the redhead one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sword. She seemed did like you, she was 12 no, at max. No, no, no. Did you see yeah. those tits when she was bound? Dude, she's 12. Dude, no, she's definitely not 12. She's at least 18. You should have saw the those tits when she's bound. They're like, Morgan Le Fay, like, ties her up around her boobs, and it's just like, smashes them in. Uh, very clearly smashes them in. So, that, I was surprised to see that in this show. But no, definitely not 12. She's, she's in charge of all these kids. She's got to be at least 18. At least a big sister. You don't have to be 18 to be a babysitter. You have to be like a high school age girl. Like 16, 15? I, she seemed older than a high school girl to me. I mean, that's classic uh, comic book damsel in distress 101. You just draw them around. You tie them up around the tits. That's the classic. Yeah. 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 That's how classic. you restrain a woman if you're in a comic book. Yeah, but not a little girl. Well, apparently, a stacked little girl to Donnie's liking. Yeah, stacked little girl. Like, <laughs> disgusting. No, an of this age episode, woman. This episode's going to get so banned and like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This cartoon character was of age, I assure you. What was her name? I should just look it up so, so I could prove I'm not creepy. Tell me her name. I don't, oh, I didn't know you were asking. I thought you were looking it up. I don't fucking know. Jessica. Oh, wait, yeah, right? It's Jessica. I did say that. Oh, Jesse. Yeah, 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 Jesse. You're right. 14. Okay, here we go. No, <laughs> hold on. All right, she, Jesse Prescott is the nanny to the Ross family in charge of supervising their children because their parents are rarely at home due to the demands of their career. Let's see. Okay, okay. Her mother had died um, sometime prior to Jesse turning 18. So there you go. She's at least 18. Um, since they don't go into that. Not that necessarily. That exactly. could just be a really wor- weird way of wording it. <laughs> no, like she could no. still be 15 years old and her mother just died like four years ago. <laughs> Shit. But no, it says her mother died in the past that we never saw. Right. Off screen. Like season one, prior to season one, her mother died. Season <laughs> she's one, she's still only now 18. turning 12. So by <laughs> season right. four, she's 16. And you're checking her out like a pervert. I wasn't checking her out. They drew the tits, smashed in. Not my fault. They I, they, I'm not the pervert drew those tits. Anyway, moving moving on. One of the little girls she was nannying was dressed as Doc Ock, which I think is weird in the Spider-Man universe. Why not just dress as Hitler? Spidey did call her out for it. Yeah, he did. I like that he called her out for it. And when Morgan Le Fay came out, the famous Morgan Le Fay, she released all of her magic, all the fucking attractions came to life and shit. And then all the kids' costumes just turned into, I thought they they turned into the real version of whatever their costume is, but they did not utilize that at all. So I guess all it did was just make their costumes look better, but it didn't actually give them powers, which is very strange. Yeah, the Pharaoh guy looked a lot cooler. Yeah, he did. But but even the um, there is one girl dressed as a fairy and she had this magic wand with the star on it. And for some reason, that was distracting the attractions that came to life. Like the cavemen were distracted by her magic wand. So I thought like, oh, this much it must actually be a magic wand now. But then they just do nothing with it because it's like, oh, the caveman saw it. The, the skeleton saw it. The fossils saw it. And they're like, oh, what's this? But it's, it didn't do anything. So I guess it's just a fashion. It's just well, I mean, Morgan it's, Le Fay it's likes shiny. fashion. These things have been dead for centuries. Oh, shiny objects will distract them. That's how you beat reanimated cavemen. Oh, okay. Spider-Man says, uh, no destroying the children to Morgan Le Fay. He's like, that, that's definitely against the rules of the museum. 
I dare you, Spider-Man, to show me in the rule book, no destroying the children. I looked I don't up think anyone the rules says that. for the Smithsonian just to see if it's at like the most famous museum. Which is, I think where the I think where the Night of the Museum movies take place are supposed to. All right. It's not in there. There's no. like no destroying or no touching like the artifacts and displays. There is not shit about the children. There's a section about like if you fought a lost child or like where to like go if you are lost and can't get separated from your party and you're a child. But there ain't shit about harming the children. No, there's not. No one cares about Morgan the Morgan Le Fay was in the right, basically. Spider-Man was wrong. Yeah. Morgan Le Fay is the hero of this book or movie by default. Show. That's right. Show. When the uh, when the fossil came to life and started chasing them, I like how they were going from one side of the screen to the other, like a Scooby Doo chase scene. I thought that was Fuck pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that was classic. Good. Yeah, fucking classic comedy. If only they had dubbed in that like Benny Hill, like wow, 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 music. Yeah, please, I love that. All right, what what other notes do you have? I think that's I'm I'm running low on notes. I already covered one. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> Shit. I guess that's it. I mean, I don't know which one's better. Um, I feel like this one was less painful, but the episode we watched last week, the strange Halloween that went nowhere, but this one I think went nowhere more, but the but other one was at least less had strange and, uh, Ant-Man, which I thought would be the deciding factor for you. I think that, uh, that took away from it. I didn't particularly like strange and Ant-Man in there. I liked man ant. Give me more man ant. But. I don't like the Spider-Man at all. So he needs to have a ton of help from like characters that aren't Spider-Man to like win me over. So he had like, multicultural children helping him. Yeah. In this episode about that. Morgan Lafay, like more 12 year olds. Who cares? That's not good enough for me. Hat redhead over 18 year olds. Barely. He's giving him. Like, he's give, He gave her web money shots. Bait, like Donnie pedophile kids. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so like if, if none of the, like, that's the only reason why the sidekick team has to be in every episode for me to, even think it's okay because Power Man is infinitely better than Spider-Man. Iron Fist is definitely better than Spider-Man. Uh, Nova, it's the shitty Nova, so fuck him. And White Tiger is just there. But yeah, like there need to be cameos in every episode of the show for to even stand a chance to be decent. But Morgan Le Fay any was except for Morgan Le Fay. Yeah, the best one. Like she did call on a Jack-O-Lantern for a second. She summoned him, but I mean... That was discount jack-o'-lantern, though. Yeah, and even if it was actual jack-o'-lantern, that's not really shit, so... Yeah, who cares? It's just a pumpkin head guy. All right, well, we'll have to revisit this with uh, um, Moon Knight before Hanukkah. Yeah. yeah. It'll be Moon Knight, so it'll infinitely be better than both be, of these yeah. two combined. It's gotta be good, right? It's gotta be. We're giving the show a lot of chances. I don't know how much shittier the show can get. Oh, yeah. I mean, you find another cartoon with Moon Knight in it, and I'll watch that instead. When is that Moon Knight show going to come out? Probably goddamn never because of COVID. Everyone on the internet is crying because they delayed WandaVision, and it's not coming out this next month. But that show looks like shit, so who cares? They just released the trailer, like, not that long ago. They delayed it already. What the fuck? I don't know. I guess for some reason people thought it was coming out in November. I think they might have said that. I think Disney Plus said it's officially not coming out in November now, so... Oh, well, fuck it. I don't really care about that show either way, I guess. I wasn't that excited, but it's something for us to talk about on this show. Like, I watched a, a trailer breakdown thing on New Rockstar's YouTube channel. Yeah? I can't remember who it is, but Catherine Hahn is in it. The lady from, like, oh, a bunch of those, like... David Wayne and like uh, Paul Rudd movies, like all the like American Wet Hot Summers, not that, but she's in like Wonderlust and a bunch of those other comedies like that. But she plays someone who's a sorceress in it, and I can't remember if her character is Morgan Le Fay or a different one. So that could tie into this. I probably not. I think I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't think it's Morgan Le Fay though. Oh, that's too bad. But man, wouldn't that have worked out? Yeah, if it did, <laughs> really if it was. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Making connections. All right. So that's it for now for Ultimate Spider-Man. 
come back to that at Christmas, I guess. So Giraffe-mas. yeah, Giraffesmas. I did find an episode for next week. The uh, X-Men animated series does have a, a Halloween episode. It's called Bloodlines. That's X-Men from 1992. Bloodlines. Let's watch that. Some classic cartoon X-Men. That'll be the best thing we've watched all month. Yeah, Hands probably. down. Yeah. Next week is actually the uh, last edition of this year's Giraffe <laughs> yeah, man. Giraffe is almost over already. It went by too soon. I know. It really did. So what do you want to read for uh, our last episode of Giraffe Tober 2020? Oh, I thought I had two more to go, so I have to decide. I, I, I have two more that I want to read, too. I was going to bring one in for Giraffe Thumber. But uh, so, yeah, just pick pick whatever one sounds uh, like the best. Because uh, you, you mentioned Dead Rising. Yeah. You mentioned Dead Rising earlier, and I did find a Dead Rising comic on the site. Oh, shit. I was thinking about going with that one. But uh, I want to read. It's another IDW. And it's The Crow. Hark the Herald. Okay. Remember those movies? I like The Crow. I do. I remember The Crow. They were awesome. The Crow, the Crow 2. All right. The Deftones were in The Crow 2. So that's awesome. Oh, really? Oh, shit. And Iggy Pop. <laughs> awesome. Fuck yeah. All right. The Crow. Is there... Is that... So no number after this it's called Crow. called Crow. Hark the Herald. Okay. Got it's it. It's a one-off. Okay. Yeah. And I actually, I... While we were talking about Left 4 Dead, I checked if there's a Left 4 Dead comic, and there is. But I, I want to save that one for next week, because this one sounds more interesting. I want to bring in JLA Scary Monsters. And this is about the the JLA square off against the ancient spirits haunting a resort community constructed on an Indian burial ground. Can they avoid being transformed into monsters themselves? I think I have to know if they can or not. So, yeah, JLA scary monsters. <laughs> Sounds awesome. I, Indian burial grounds is something that uh, I haven't heard about for a while. So I'm excited to read about Indian burial grounds. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it's awesome. Man, uh, I can't remember what Spider-Man it is. I think it is this one that we've just watched a thousand episodes of. But there was one with like the Howling Command. Yeah, okay, it is. The Howling Commandos is one I actually saw. It's where they summoned all the uh, actual monster characters. We'll have to watch oh, that cool. one next week for the, the following week, the last week. Because <laughs> right. this show is my new favorite show. Because... Yeah. There's a thousand episodes for every holiday season. You just can't stay away from the show. Is there a Thanksgiving episode? We should just watch that. Next <laughs> I'm certain month. there is. I haven't. It's not titled Thanksgiving. Okay. Or if it is, I haven't skimmed past it yet and read it. Damn it. There is one called Burrito Run, which could be oh, okay. Thanksgiving based. Mexican Thanksgiving. All right. Well, uh, join us next week for that then for... Uh, Crow, Hark the Herald, JLA, Scary Monsters, and uh, X-Men, the animated series, Bloodlines. Ooh, there's a Hawkeye episode. Oh, shit. It's not bald Hawkeye, though, like uh, in that game. Shaved head Hawkeye. Nazi cut Hawkeye. Yeah. Cancer Nazi Hawkeye. (laughs) Cancer Nazi lesbian Hawkeye. A lot of groups that shave their head. Yeah, you're a part of one of them. Ah, shit. Which one? I'm a lesbian. And so, I got this game called GI Joe. Uh, wait, what's it called? GI Joe something. GI Joe Operation Blackout. Okay. It's okay to an extent. I mean, it's it's got like. I think it's like five G.I. Joe characters and five Cobra characters, and they're like all the big ones that you know. It's a weird, weird game. It's like an arcade-style game where you're running through and just murdering everyone on the opposite team. All right. Sort of reminds me of like NBA Jam, how like cartoonish it is. It's like the NBA Jam of like shooting games, I guess. It's kind of fun, though. Like you, you kill enough people and you get like a special like, combo power-up move that you could do 
that is sweet depending on who you're being like if you're duke you just like throw a hand grenade into a crowd of people if, you, if you're like one of the ninja characters you just like start like slicing the fuck out of everyone all right I don't know. it's it's not the best game but it's okay i know if it's worth checking out all right maybe i'll add it to my queue there you go oh and also they're sending me uh it's that fucking game. Uh, you're, you love those games. They're not Dark Rise. It's Death like you're, you're, this, you're Dante. Oh, Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry 5. I'm getting. Ah, sweet. I just play, Yeah, I played that one. Uh, I was going to say recently, but I'd, at the end of last year. It's been almost a year since I played it. But yeah, that's it's it's fun. It's, it's short, which I, I like. Yeah, that's a plus. Yeah. So you just blast through it. It's not too bad. Sweet. Yeah. That was like the emo, like, there was some, like, weird emo, stupid character you always made fun of in it. Oh, yeah, V. V is, yeah, that's right. Oh, fuck yeah, V is in it. Yeah, you're gonna have a great time. I can't wait. Well, all right, let's, uh, let's close out the show here. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At Deestu the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues and go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Meer. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Right on cue. Yep. Giraffe-tober! <laughs> Giraffe-tober. Nailed it. Fuck yeah. I got Final Fantasy VII Remake from Gamefly. I don't know about this Final Fantasy game. It's like kind of... It's very stupid. Like, everyone... All the, all the guys are skinny anime twink guys which is weird who are supposed to be really cool except for like this one enormous black dude who has this like hilarious stereotypical black guy voice. He's like, Oh, come on, yo. You know, he's like, talks like this to you. It's awesome. And he has a gun for an arm. Sweet. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, and then all of the women in the game are all super hot and they all want to bang your character. So that's kind of fun too. But the rest of it, the story is like really stupid and convoluted and, it's just so slow moving. It's it's like, it definitely feels like, I know it's a remake of like a PlayStation one game, but it definitely feels like a PlayStation one game, the pacing of it. And it just feels, it still feels like very stilted. The, the voice acting is God awful, but except they have Badger from breaking bad, playing one of the characters, like one of the smaller <laughs> really? characters, which is really weird, That's but awesome. his, his character's all right. You know, he's just, the dialogue's really terrible, but he he acts it out okay. All the rest of them, it's like, what the fuck is this? The the voice acting is terrible. I switched it to easy mode. I'm just gonna blast through it. Um, it, the combat's pretty different because they mix like you know the real time action thing like in Devil May Cry with like the select shit from a menu. So you you can stop time and select like spells to do in a menu and shit, uh, which is kind of interesting, but. It's just not my thing. I, I'm not into it. So I put it on easy mode. So now everyone's stagger gauge feels like super crazy fast. Once you stagger an enemy, you just do like 1.6 damage and start like just totally wrecking their shit. But it's it's not my thing. I don't think I'm going to play any more Final Fantasy games. You got to try the one with the boy bands where you just cruise around with your bros, cooking for them and fishing together. I love that. I've never played a Final Fantasy game other than that one, but I love it. Okay. It is maybe the definitive Final Fantasy game, whatever one it is. Like five, maybe? It's like 15 or something. Oh, 15, maybe? Yeah. Just bro time. I have that in my queue, too. 
cool because you could fish and then cook and probably other things, but nothing else I tried. All drive right. around with your bros. Yeah, drive around in a sweet car and cook with your bros. I don't know. I just, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get Final Fantasy. Yeah, I, there's nothing appealing about it to me. Yeah. Except for that it's game. Just really that not that one thing. game. Except for fishing. Yeah, fishing and cooking. Like, you could try different recipes and shit and, like, uncover new That's cool. breakfast menu items and shit. Yeah. You should start playing Breath of the Wild. It's that cooking is a big part of that. I it's in my it's in my to-do list after uh Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh man. I just updated Animal Crossing for the first time in like three months yesterday <laughs> yeah. and like got all these like pumpkins that I can start growing and shit now. Yeah, I've been like doing the Halloween stuff. They're saying like, oh, fucking on Halloween, Pumpkin Jack will come around or something. I don't know what that's about, but I got we'll we'll see. I'm I got a candy giant every picture day. of him that I'm hanging up in like my bedroom wall. Yeah, I, hung I don't that know picture why, too. but like some of the villagers on my island will just give me photographs of them as like a <laughs> a thank you in exchange <laughs> for giving them items and shit. Like, what I, the fuck? I don't know why they're giving me portraits of themselves but it's awesome i'm hanging them all up in my house (laughs) they've been giving me portraits holy shit (laughs) so weird and creepy i like that i would love that so all right hang up picture this dude yeah i'm gonna start doing that to my real life friends too just give you guys like pictures of me all right send you my portrait yeah it's like a birthday christmas gift and shit yeah oh yeah your birthday's coming up i know what i'm getting you (laughs) <laughs> portrait of myself <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> how sexy are the poses that they send you uh, it's just like a, a shoulder up picture but the one is giving me fuck me eyes for sure chops yeah the pig Ooh. i don't know if you're familiar with him i don't know that one no oh i got a He's new villager called uh stitches which i like because it reminds me of that <laughs> rapper Wally cyrus <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it it's like a teddy bear that's like like stitched together. It's very it's very strange. It's like it's uh unearthly. Ooh, that's, that's this kind of thing. It's dark. like it's like a, a it's very dark and thrown together. Yeah, it's like Chucky. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's very creepy, but his name's Stitches, so he's he's never leaving this island because I love that name so much. I've recently started sending them away every time they like cry and they're like, I think I want to yeah, leave. Me too. I'm like, yeah, fuck you then. Yeah. Keep leaving until I get the stupid cat that everyone wants to human traffic. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot about that thing. Yeah. I need to get back on my search for it. Why does no one want Stitches? This is the first I've ever heard of Stitches. He's broken on the inside and outside. He seems like the perfect yeah. victim. It's awesome. Way better than that such low self-esteem. fuck cat. Yeah. Stitches seems to have like the kind of issues that I look for in women when yeah, I try to fuck yeah. them. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It's like Jesus. Like he he would be the perfect Tinder date for sure. Like I can just see the absence and longing in his eye. Yeah. You see nothing in his eye. It's like those button eyes on a teddy bear. It's fucking creepy. Dead inside. Even better. Yeah. That's what I look for. <laughs>